Folks, you are not going to believe this, and I'm going to have to play this clip. Sometimes I leave these clips out, and I just rant, but I have to play this clip. Um, <laughs> the WEF, the World Economic Forum, had an event at Davos entitled, Are You Ready for Brain Transparency? The World Economic Forum speaker explained how brainwave data collected by your ear pods will be used by your boss to make you more productive and help government authorities fight crime. Yes. Ear pods will somehow it, it will connect with I'm guessing uh the internet in some type of way where your boss can monitor your thoughts. What have I been saying? What have I been talking about? It's going to be a crime to think your own thoughts. Now they're using this before I go, I, I'm going to play the clip before I go on a tangent. Y'all, you people know how I can get, you know how I am. I apologize in advance, but this technology will, I almost can't, it's, it's like these people are just telling you to your face, we are going to control everything about you. What have I been saying? Hate, think, thought, crime. Okay? I want to make sure you understand what they're saying. Ear pods will be used by your boss to make you more productive and help government authorities. Now, this was tweeted by Jeremy Lafredo. Um, and the source is Cryptogon.com. But I want to play the clip so that you know that it's not just something that someone came up with. The World Economic Forum, the, uh, I guess you can say platform or one of the uh, tentacles of the powers that be that is controlling your government that you don't know about. If you, well, I shouldn't say that. If you listen to me, you probably know about, but I'm talking to the normies, okay? The normies. The normies probably know nothing about the World Economic Forum and their impact on governments, not just the United States government, but governments all across the world. That's why it's called the World Economic Forum. And Klaus Schwab is the head of that. The man that believes that you will own nothing and be happy. Unbelievable. Let me play this clip before I go on a rant. First off, a video. 
uh, it's going to make you see the future and understand a wonderful future where we can use brainwaves to fight crime, be more productive, and find love. Let's roll. Sensing your joy, your playlist shifts to your favorite song. Sending chills up your spine as the music begins to play. You glance at the program running in the background on your computer screen and notice a now familiar sight that appears whenever you're overloaded with pleasure, your theta brainwave activity decreasing in the temporal regions of your brain. You mentally move the cursor to the left and scroll through your brain data over the past few hours. You can see your stress levels rising as the deadline to finish your memo approached, causing a peak in your beta brainwave activity right before an alert popped up, telling you to take a brain break. Your mind starts to wander to the new colleague on your team, whom you know you shouldn't be daydreaming about, given the policy against intra-office romance. But you can't help fantasizing just a little. But then you start to worry that your boss will notice your amorous feelings when she checks your brain activity and shift your attention back to the present. You breathe a sigh of relief when the email she sends you later that day congratulates you on your brain metrics from the past quarter, which have earned you another performance bonus. When you arrive at work the next day, a somber cloud has fallen over the office. Along with emails, text messages, and GPS location data, the government has subpoenaed employees' brainwave data from the past year. They have compelling evidence that one of your coworkers has committed massive wire fraud. Now, they're looking for his co-conspirators. You discover they are looking for synchronized brain activity between your coworker and the people he has been working with. While you know you're innocent of any crime, you've been secretly working with him on a new startup venture. Shaking, you remove your earbuds. What do you think? Is it a future you're ready for? You may be surprised to learn that it's a future that has already arrived. Everything in that video that you just saw is based on technology that is already here today. Artificial intelligence has enabled advances in decoding brain activity in ways that we never before thought possible. After all, what you think, what you feel, it's all just data. Data that in large patterns can be decoded using artificial intelligence. We're not talking about implanted devices of the future. I'm talking about wearable devices that are like Fitbits for your brain. The newest way to monitor attention is through a device like this one. These are ear pods that are launching later this year. These ear pods, much like the video you watched earlier, are ear pods that can pick up brainwave activity and tell whether or not a person is paying attention or their mind is wandering. Okay, well you might think, fine, but even if we can tell whether a person is paying attention or their mind is wandering, you can't tell what they're paying attention to. You would be wrong. It turns out that you can not only tell whether, whether a person is paying attention or their mind is wandering, but you can discriminate between the kinds of things that they're paying attention to. Whether they're doing something like central tasks, like programming, peripheral tasks, like writing documentation, or unrelated tasks, like surfing social media or online browsing. When you combine brainwave activity together with other forms of software and surveillance technology, the power becomes quite precise. So what do we do with this? 
What do we do with technology that enables us to monitor brainwave activity for attention? Do we embrace it? Do we resist it? I believe that there is a pathway forward with such technology. We might soon even use the technology to help people wake back up. This is a haptic scarf that MIT Media Lab has developed, which uses brainwave technology in a responsive way to give a person a little buzz, literally, when their mind starts to wander to help them refocus and hone their attention. I'm giving you the positive use cases because what I don't want the reaction to be is let's... So there you have it. Um, you heard the clip. And you can see, or you, you heard it yourself, you understand that I did not just make that up. I know I say some wild stuff, but I did not make that up. I need to start playing more clips again. I used to do it back in the, in the day. Because the clips are important because sometimes you need to hear the voices of the people that are saying these things, that are telling you what the elitist agenda really is when you hear it for yourself, right? And I need to start making videos again, too. That's another thing I need to do. But you heard it yourself. Earpods. That your boss will monitor your thoughts. <laughs> And they use uh, an example of a of someone fantasizing about their coworker and their boss being able to send them their daily plan or schedule or whatever to get them back on track, to get them back to being focused. And they always, as normal, this is typical globalist strategy, their playbook, safety. They always use safety for everything. For every, for every agenda, there's always uh, a safety concern. So then they give an example of how using these ear pods and being able to monitor your thoughts will lead to a more safe environment. You know, and they use the example of wire fraud and how they were able to track this person. These people want to be God. I keep telling you. It's more to it than just they want all, all of the money. They already have the money. Money isn't enough for these people. They are destroying livestock on purpose, creating a food crisis on purpose. Telling you that you should feel ashamed of yourself for eating meat. Meanwhile, <laughs> these people eat the best steaks. <laughs> they eat the best of the best while trying to make you feel ashamed 
They tell you that you should feel ashamed for using a gas stove or for driving your car and putting out too much carbon. You're polluting the environment. You're polluting the air. You're causing global warming. They fly around in private jets everywhere. And they even admit to doing so. This is the mentality of the elites. They have a God complex. So, and and I've said this before in the past, and I'll continue to stress this. Back in 2020, I made a big deal out of freedom of speech. And people were getting on me, especially then, because people people bought hook, line, and sinker into the whole uh, pandemic, right? And they were using the pandemic as a way to censor people and silence people. But you would not know this if you weren't one of the people that was speaking up against the lockdowns. So what they did was they conveniently uh placed the same the place the people that were against the lockdowns in the same box as the people that didn't believe that the virus was real right and they under they know that normies don't the normal everyday average american dumb dumb citizen doesn't understand the difference between a person that doesn't believe the virus is real and a person that is against the lockdown. Those are two separate issues, right? But because they were just ripping people off of social media, taking away their YouTube channels, you didn't get to hear the other side. And they're just now telling people that the lockdowns didn't do any good. So why am I bringing that up? I'm bringing that up to say, What they were doing then is important now to understand. You must know history to understand the future. You need to know your past in order to understand the future. What they were doing then, they were laying the groundwork for censorship, right? Mass censorship, shutting people up. But it was going... That was just the the start of it. They were getting into something deeper, and I understood where they were going with this. They don't just want to control what you say. They want to control what you think. <laughs> they want to literally control your mind. It's not good enough that they have television programs that literally program your mind. They want to control it. Completely. And it will be a crime to think your own thoughts. That is not an exaggeration. That is not a conspiracy theory. That's where this is all heading. You need to understand the importance of this. Now, you can argue 
all you want to about whether or not they will be successful. That That's an argument you can make, that they won't be successful and the people will never conform to that. Okay, that's an argument that we can have. The fact of the matter is I'm trying to bring awareness to the fact that they are trying. They are actually attempting this. Because before you can fight back against something, you must know what it is that you must be fighting against or what you need to fight against in the first place. This is why I don't cover a lot of the topics, headlines in the mainstream media, the mainstream news. I'm completely getting away from that. I'm about to revamp this show and just stick to this because this is the only thing that matters. What happened to uh, Mr. Nichols? I feel bad for him. I feel bad for his family. I hate that that happened to him. And I've said it before, some years ago, I would have been covering that subject or that topic. But there are are moves. These, These people are playing chess with the world the world's population, they are playing chess and they're making move after move after move. And one thing the pandemic showed me is that they are not incapable. They are not incapable of actually pulling the trigger on this sort of thing. They are not afraid to pull the trigger on this sort of thing. All they need is one big false flag. We are one huge event, one major false flag, one major situation. All we need, all they need is to create a situation where something goes boom. You know what I mean, right? I don't want to say it. But something goes boom in a major city. And they will use that. They will use that to justify monitoring and tracking and tracing everyone. I can feel it in the air. I can feel it. That's what they really want. If you want to understand the agenda, the true agenda of the globalists, look at China. In China, and this was just in May of 2022, the hell with 2020. They had a track and trace policy in China where in certain cities, they had to have their smartphone on them. And some kind of way they had it hooked up where everywhere they went, you know, they entered into a public um, facility. Um, you know, they had to scan the QR code, and you know, if the if a red light turned on, they weren't 
granted access. And they were using the pandemic as an excuse to do it. And this was like well into 2022. They were snatching people out of their homes, throwing them, throwing them into quarantine camps. They were um, locking down cities. People were stuck in their little apartments, couldn't get food. This is how they want you. They want you on your knees, groveling, begging them for food and water. This is the mentality of the elites. And what I'm trying to do is get you to, to think like them. See, the problem is people have a hard time stepping out of their own mind. They're, you know, you have to think like them. If you're elitist, you have a God complex. You look at the world like you own it. You don't look at the world like it's something that you should be sharing with us, the little people. You, you look at the world like it's your domain. And so what? You have power. You want more power. So what? You own damn near everything. No, you want to literally own everything. Food, water, everything. Think about the fact that you have to, you, you have, you have a water bill. Why? They're going to ration that out too. But your thoughts will be put into a database um, in China. Um, people are not allowed to speak against the government in any sort of way. Um, I saw it on YouTube. Um, there was a gentleman that he was flagged into the Chinese government's database. He was flagged, and he tried to get on a train, public transportation, and, you know, he went to, um, I guess, use his card or something, and it said access denied. They, China is the home of the um, social credit score. What's a social credit score? Your credit score is determined by how you interact socially, what your political views are, how well do you conform to government power and policies, your social media. <laughs> um, PayPal in case you've forgotten, had a uh, terms agreement, terms policy that they could take $2,000 out of your account, over $2,000 out of your account, if they see you posting or if it comes up that you've been posting things on your social media that they do not agree with. 
How many of you even, how many of you are even aware of this? This is what happens when you move into a digital currency or everything becomes a part of that digital structure that they're building or have built, I should say, excuse me. They can wipe out everything at any given moment. And now they're setting up a system, a world where you don't even have to act in a way that they disagree with or even post something online that the powers that be disagree with or your government disagrees with. They're setting up a system where if you even think it, They can flag you. They put it in their database. You are now a threat to society. Imagine trying to buy a car, a home, with that on your record. You know, just think about it. All right, so let me do a quick uh, news rundown. This is coming from Zero Hedge. Air Force General tells his officers war with China only two years away. Again, it's coming from Zero Hedge. It says, in recent years, there have been at least a handful of high-ranking U.S. military commanders, which in some form or fashion have sounded the alarm over a coming war with China. With the latest warning being the most unusual issued in the form of a memo by an active four-star general and circulated with an uh, official order. This case is particularly significant given he took the rare step of passing it down through military command and to the chief officers he oversees, giving a greater urgency to the warning. So, yes, the... Uh, New World Order has to have their war. That's very necessary, uh, and it's a major card on on that they have in their in their deck, in their deck of cards here. Uh, this is, let me see. Uh, it says, Air Force General further urged a fortified, ready, integrated, and agile. Joint Force Maneuver Team ready to fight and win inside the first island chain. And in the memo, General Minahan, Minahan issued an order requiring that all major efforts in preparation for a coming China fight to be reported to him directly by February the 28th. Uh, says Minahan said in the in the memo that because both Taiwan and the U.S. will have presidential elections in 2024, the U.S. will be distracted, and Chinese President Xi Jinping uh, will have an opportunity to move on Taiwan. So there you have it. The globalists are prepping their world war. Like Gerald Salente once said, 
Oh, he always says, when all else fails, go to war. They're going to need that war to um, distract people from a lot of this information is going to come out, especially when people find out just how bad the economy really is and how the dollar is really tanking and everything else, food shortages, and when that comes up, if that comes up soon, I don't know. Uh, also, let's see here. You got Gateway Pundit. Says uh, Satanic Temple announces launch of clinic to provide religious religious abortions in New Mexico. Satanic Temple announces um, a launch of clinic to provide religious abortions in New Mexico. Now, what have I been saying? I've, I told you this whole abortion thing was really about satanic rituals. But, no, of course, I'm crazy. Whatever. Right? What do I know? Um, says the satanic temple joined Democrats in their battle against the Supreme Court's 2022 ruling on Roe versus Wade. The satanic temple released a statement following the ruling on their plans to fight in court for the right to religious abortion. Because what people don't know and don't understand is that Satanists, again, they believe in child sacrifice. These are simple, basic things to know about Satanists, okay? And not just Satanists dressing up in cool, uh, which what some of you idiots might think is cool Halloween costumes, no, they they actually practice their religion, which is Satanism. And I've explained this before. Lucifer is the light. Satan is the uh, prince of darkness. Okay, so you have two sides. The Luciferians worship the light, or they 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 come in a more um, a, a presentable fashion, suit and tie. Right, and they're Luciferians. But then you have the dark side of it, which is this open Satanist. And they believe in child sacrifice. It's a part of their religion. Just like you, if you're a Catholic, you know, you eat the cracker, you drink the wine, you know, that's a part of your religion. You hold communion, that's a part of your religion. You go to Mass, Sunday Mass, that's a part of your religion, right? That's a form of worship. Well, guess what? Child sacrifice to Moloch and Baal is a part of the satanic temple and church ritual, <laughs> So when you hear people talk about child sacrifice, child trafficking, even human trafficking, right? And the news is telling you, no, 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 no. That's some QAnon conspiracy theorists. No, 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 no. That part is real. Okay? All the other stuff, whatever. I don't care about it. But that part is real. Human trafficking is real. Child trafficking, child sacrifice is very real. Okay? So I was I was saying this back in 2022, and they even have, if you go to Gateway Pundit and look it up, um, 
It's a tweet on here from the Satanic Temple, from the actual Satanic Temple with the blue check mark on Twitter. Okay. They tweeted out in May of 2022, May 5th to be exact. And it's funny that they use May 5th because supposedly 5-5 equals Satan, I believe, um, numerically. So anyway, um, they tweeted out, the body is subject, is subject to one's own will alone. Um, and then it, it, in the tweet, there's a post here from the Satanic Temple that I can barely read, but it says religious reproductive rights. And they're attacking the Roe versus Wade thing. Um, back to this article, it says the Satanists believe abortion is a religious sacrament. On Wednesday, the Satanic Temple announced they will open a religious medical uh, services clinic in New Mexico. The clinic will provide free religious medication abortion care to women in the state. And again, you can go and read the full article for yourself. I wanted to get that in there. Um, yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, it's not just me saying it. The Satanic Temple is admitting it. This is what it's about. This is what it is. Um, I've, I've stressed it try my best to um, inform people what, what the abortion rights thing was really about. The Satanic Temple believes that they get powers from sacrificing children from the dark side. They feel like they get powers. Same way a Christian goes to church and they believe they feel the Holy Spirit they believe that they gain powers from Satan by sacrificing children. They're not just doing it just for the sake of doing it. Okay? It's not just something that they do. You have to look at it from a religious standpoint to understand that this is a part of their religion. And they're trying to make it um, acceptable and normalize it. They want to normalize sacrificing children. That's why the whole uh, abortion argument was about how long or how far into the present uh, the pregnancy, how far along in the pregnancy should a woman be allowed to abort her child? And one crazy nut job forget her name she actually said and I believe she was somebody of a of a in a in a government of some sort um she said no I believe she was a yeah anyway anyway she said something along the lines of you should be able to sacrifice your child all the way up to the age of 18 <laughs> I'm not making this up this is real um because it's not about protecting women's rights. It's really about the Satanist 
uh, religion becoming normalized in the in the public realm. And I predict that soon, probably within the next five years, there will be an argument made that not only should Satanism be accepted nationwide, but they should have the right to sacrifice live, living, walking, talking human beings. Sounds crazy. Just watch. You have to come to the realization that we are living in bizarro land. This world is upside down. In order to understand this world, you have to think the unthinkable. Right, here's what's frustrating, right? Being called a conspiracy theorist and everything under the sun. Meanwhile, major news outlets and publishing openly admit to installing this New World Order global reset operation. All the things that I talk about, they openly admit to. Openly. And that's the frustrating part. 15-minute cities is being openly discussed. 15-minute cities. If you don't know what that is, let me give you a quick rundown. Power and control. Power and control. I keep saying it over and over again. It's about power and control. Uh, this is from The Guardian. It's, it asks the question, is the tiny little neighborhood the city of the future? It says, why, hyper, why the hyper-local 15-minute city is gaining ground in urban planning circles. Okay, so I'm going to skip down in this article from The Guardian. It says here, the idea is relatively simple, and it's speaking on the 15-minute cities. Get, get familiar with that saying, by the way, 15-minute city, because it's going to be very, very important in the very near future. Says so the idea is relatively simple. Residents should have everything they need within a 15-minute walk or bike ride from home. Transforming O'Fallon into a 15-minute city, thats a, I believe that's the name of a city, um, will help make our lives more convenient, less stressful, and more sustainable. Okay, whenever you hear that word sustainable, that is a world economic form globalist saying. See, they use these little code words. They're not really a code word, but yeah, I guess you can guess you can call it that. That's one of their sayings, sustainable. Okay? Um, because the idea is 
we're overpopulated and we have to sustain whatever we have left as far as resources, okay? Um, it says the plan suggests, okay, that it's, it's going to be less stressful and more sustainable. It says easy enough to imagine in Paris where there's fresh bread on every corner. But in a sprawling section of the American Midwest, it asks, right? That's what they're asking. Uh, it says O'Fallon's commitment to self-sufficient districts show what a uh, sensation the 15-minute the city has become since Paris first embraced the idea three years ago. So they're already setting these 15-minute cities up. And in different uh, locations around the world, uh, they're experimenting on these 15-minute cities, some 20 minutes, um, but you get the picture. Um, and what they're doing right now is they're trying to, well, there's two things they're doing. Number one, they're, they're collecting data. That's why they publish their plans out in the open. They want to see who's in favor of it. Number two, they're getting you used to the idea. Um, they believe they, they have something called lesser magic. You may have heard me speak on it before. They believe that if they show you what they're going to do before they do it, um, no matter how crazy it is, no matter how wacky it is, what it does is it, it normalizes the idea, the thought in your mind. It's a trick. It's a magic trick that they play on you. Right? It's just like mandating the shot. They waited uh, several months before they mandated it, but they were speaking about it the whole time. So that by the time it came around and they actually mandated it, it was already in your mind that, yeah, this was going to happen. And then you got less resistance because of it. I hope you get what I'm saying. Um, so that's the idea. The weak-minded will fall for these type of tricks, uh, these magic tricks that they're playing. So anyways, back to this. Um, in September, um, it says C40 cities. I don't know what that means. But it says the network of leaders from the world's largest cities partnered with uh, the United Nations Habitat to deliver proof of concept through five pilot projects, the journalist Fareed Zakaria endorsed the idea as a principle for the post-pandemic world. <laughs> um, let me skip down. It says, some dream of escaping gridlock and congestion with the help of tunnels or flying cars. It says, the 15-minute city planner counters See, they're showing you all the good, 
things about the 15-minute city. It says, uh, why not just bring the things you need a little bit closer? With white-collar workers um, cloistered uh, at home during the worst of the pandemic, and many liberated from the commute sense, says a well-rounded and amplified uh, stocked neighborhood has become a widely shared goal. They're planning the thought in your head that everyone wants the 15-minute cities when most people haven't even heard of it yet. It's kind of like um, advertisement. If you ever notice an advertisement uh, before product even comes out, they'll say, um, you need to learn more about this new product that everyone is talking about. And you're like, what the hell are you even talking about? You know what I mean? Like you see these diet uh, programs or these diet ads. Um, it'll, say, um, it'll say something like, everyone's raving about this new diet program. And if you're smart or if you're a thinker, you'll say, who the hell is talking about it? It just came out. <laughs> you get it? Or, you know, this this uh, this new, uh, let's say it's like a new TV series. Critics are saying this is the greatest TV series in history. Or oh, everyone's talking about this new show, and nobody's seen it yet. It hasn't even aired yet. But they already put it in your mind that this is the already the number one show. So that's what they're doing here. Oh, so many people are are they share this common goal of wanting a 15-minute city. You may say, well, what's wrong with the 15-minute city? We have everything close to us. Um, all the shops will be close to us. Um the hospitals will be close to us. Schools will be close to us. Um, what else? Uh, you, you name it, your jobs, everything, your workplace will be close to you, right? The danger is, <laughs> the danger is, is that there will be limited travel. And they will, this is the problem. You have to think like the globalists. They will set up, uh, I guess you can say borders to a certain degree, where you're not really able to go outside of your 15-minute city. And this is all going to tie in to the, um, what you would call the climate crisis crap that they're about to roll out. They're going to tie it in. They're going to say, oh, see, there's less people traveling. There's less cars on the road. Since, since we've built in these 15-minute cities, listen, the climate is getting better. So it's all going to be tied in. But they want to limit your movements. Again, you have to think power and control. 
They want everyone in this tiny little space because it's easier to keep track of everyone. Not to say that they're not, they're not um, tracking everyone now, but it just makes it much, much easier. It's easier to control people when they're broken up into little sections. They want to be God, okay? That's what I'm trying to get across. God sees all. That's what they want to be. So if you say, why do they want to know <clears throat> what's going on with your body? Why are they obsessed with your medical records, your medical history? Because they want to be God. <laughs> Simple. They have a God complex. They believe that they are God. Like uh, Anthony Fauci told Rand Paul, I am the science. When you question me, you're questioning science. Not, I am a man of science. Science is my, you know, profession. This is what I do. I'm a scientist. <laughs> no, no, no. I am the science is what Fauci told Rand Paul. If you know what I know, then you understand what he's really saying is, I am your God. Because they believe, the globalist elites believe, that science is God. See, if you put two and two together, you get it. See, they don't believe in God. <laughs> they believe in science. Go watch the movie Gattaca. You'll get it. They believe science is God. So when he told Rand Paul, I am the science, when you question me, you question science. He's saying, I am your God. That's what he was saying. And with all of their uh, space programs and their satellites and their facial recognition and um, their senses and everything else that they use, it's still not enough. They want complete, total control. So they're going to collapse this society. That's what they mean by new world order, <laughs> okay? 15-minute um, cities is easily to manage and control because everyone is bunched in. This is coming from The Guardian. This is a major publication. This isn't coming from me. This isn't coming from Alex Jones. This isn't coming from a right-wing extremist. No, this is, they're telling you. But they wrap it up in a bowl and make it seem like it's a great thing and there's so many benefits. And you can actually agree with it. And that's the point. You can look at that and say, oh, you know, that would be nice to have everything closer to me. 
It would be nice not to have to commute miles and miles away. You know, if you, you know, some people that live in the South, they may have to draw, drive a long way to get to work. Convenience. It's all about making this system convenient for you so you will buy into it. You get it? Same thing with the digital currency. It's going to be convenient. That's how they get you to go along with their program. But what they're not telling you is that once they implement these 15-minute cities, they're going to set up borders. And they're going to track you. And if you go outside of your 15-minute limitation, uh, your, your 15-minute city, which they're going to be called smart cities, by the way, everything's going to be digitalized. So they're going to know your every movement. You see how it all ties in? You're, you're not going to have an escape. It's not going to be like, oh... Um, I want to, you know, I live in D.C. I want to go to Miami. Hell no. Not in your 15-minute city you won't. Now, the idiots are listening to me right now saying, man, this dude is uh, he's overreaching. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I put it to you like this. Remember um, when Trump left the White House, Trump brought in the um, the shots, right? This CV-19 shots. Remember? Operation Warp Speed. He's the one that brought in the CV-19 shots, the jabs. And as soon as they rolled out <clears throat> these jabs, people such as myself said they're going to make it mandatory. And all of the dum-dums, all of the normies said, no, they're not. They're not going to do that. And they were on the news, CNN, MSNBC said, no, no one's mandating that you take it. But we know these people, so we knew they were going to mandate it because they're power-hungry crazies. Got to get that through your skull. They're power-hungry crazies. You give these people power, they'll never give it back to you. Right? Once you give power to them, they never give it back. And we said, they're going to mandate it. They're going to mandate the shots. And within months, it really, yeah, it wasn't that long. I'll say months, a couple of months at the most. It went from, we're not going to mandate it. You guys are just crazy. You're conspiracy theorists. We're, we're, we're all for uh, people who, who want to take it, taking it, and save your life. No one's going to mandate it. Kamala Harris, I believe, is on record uh, saying she wasn't going to mandate it. Or she wouldn't be in favor of mandating Some Something along those lines. While they were calling us crazy for saying they were going to mandate it. And sure as hell, a few months later, they were on television saying, you better take your shot or you won't be able to go to work. New York had 
uh, New York had policies where you couldn't go to certain places into certain facilities. I mean, matter of fact, I think New York City, the whole damn city had that. Because you had, remember the big controversy with Kyrie? He couldn't play basketball because he didn't take the damn shot. These are the same people calling us crazy conspiracy theorists for saying um, in, in December of 2020, early January 2021, that they were going to mandate it. They went from, you're crazy, you're conspiracy theorists, you're conspiracy theorists, no one's going to mandate it to, damn right, we're going to make you take it. Just like that. So what do you think they're going to do with 15-minute cities? No one's going to lock you in. That's what they're going to say. We're not going to lock you in. We're just going to make everything convenient for you. Right? We're just, we're just, we want a more sustainable. <laughs> we want everything to be in reach. We're doing this for you. It's convenient. And then once it's established and they get enough people, enough people to buy into the idea of these 15-minute cities, then they're going to flip it. And they're going to have law enforcement. And you will not be able to leave without permission. Your 15-minute cities. And you know what they're going to say? They're going to say, huh. Well, it's just like taking a vacation from work. Don't you have to get permission from your boss? Don't you have to put in leave to take a vacation? Well, it should be the same thing from leaving from state to state. That's how they're going to rationalize it. I know these people. You know how I know them? Because I worked with them. Years ago. And I know their mind. I know how they think. I know how they operate. And trust me and believe me, <laughs> you will, if they implement this, because you know the stupid normies will think it's a cool thing. That's where your big problem is going to come from. Not just that they're going to try to implement these 15-minute cities. It's going to be the stupid-ass normies that don't get it, that don't get the big picture. Man, I got everything right here that I need not understanding that they will not be able to leave. 